the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi there, and welcome to our weekend edition of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Today, we begin our series and our look at Christmas. Join us. Truth For Today is next. And again, greetings. Welcome. This is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. We're just a week away from Christmas, and as we reflect on this wonderful time of the year, we do so through the eyes of John and his wonderful gospel, chapter 1 specifically. Who is it that shows up in Bethlehem all those years ago? Well, that's the question we'll seek to answer over the course of our next few broadcasts here on our weekend edition of Truth For Today. Won't you join us? Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And without him, not Darwin, him, was not anything made that was made. Only God can animate dust and call it a man. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Some say comprehend it. Now, just to help you, we're going to be going through this. Verse 14 says something about the Word that uh, sets him apart. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is God's Word. Amen? Amen. The prophet said one would come, and there's over 40 prophecies just about his coming to the earth, just birth and events that would surround that. He would be born of the seed of a woman. God would send a deliverer that would obviously come through a birth canal, and a woman would have a part. As Eve was a part of the fall, through a woman would come a redeemer. The seed would come. The prophet said a remarkable thing in Isaiah seven fourteen that a virgin would conceive. How is this possible? Well, it's only possible in Luke 1 that the Spirit overshadowed Mary, overshadowed, don't want to be too blunt, ovaries, overshadowed the whole procreative process, 
on the woman's side, and God himself provided the counterpart. Without Joseph, without any human seed, God provided a seed by means of a virgin Jewish girl and gave us a Messiah, uncontaminated by the fall and the human race. You see, every human being that has a child gives birth to something like them called a sinner. God got rid of the combination. He got the humanity from a woman, but he provided the divine counterpart. So Christ is born without the corruption of sin, without the curse of sin on him, the only perfect man that's ever been born. And the prophet said it would come through a virgin birth. We really don't believe in the virgin birth. We really believe in a natural birth, but a virgin conception. The birth was natural. The conception was supernatural. Don't get confused in what I just said. Think it through. Uh, I see that glare over your eyes. And when we give you as much coffee as we do for nothing, you ought to be awake. Uh, And he said he would be called the Son of God. He would be called the Son of God. He'd be called the Son of Jesse. And if we had time, we would just do a whole message on what the prophet said about who would come, and Jesus fulfilled all of that. He'd be born in Bethlehem. Uh, We even have prophecies that there would be wailing in Ramah, and that women would be wailing. Why? Because Herod would kill all the children beneath the age of two years of age. On and on, the prophets said one was coming. And then, and we'll pick it up next week, on who people said this Christ was when he came. Everything from a child of immorality, from a son of a demon, to all the way across, and we will consult and look at what the different contemporaries of Christ's day said. Who is this man? The biggest question in your life And probably the only quiz in your life, you must have an absolute right answer or you flunk. Who is Christ? And he asked them, who do you say that I am? I ask you, who is this Christ? Who is Christ? Who is this Jesus? Oh, a moralist, uh, an ethical teacher, a Uh, a rabbi, uh, a a nice man. Even Muslim world says he's a nice man. Uh, He was a prophet. Uh, The question is, who is this man? And it demands an absolute right answer, or your whole eternal destiny can be affected. Now, we want to walk through and look at John, and I only got to verse 5, and found eight things he said this man is. And let's look at it. You take, and you take these notes, and then you get a pen, and you write. And uh, then we will take a test after the sermon and see how much you remember. Number one, he is given the title of the Word. And we could spend... uh, all five hours, if we wanted to, discussing all the views of the, this term, the Word. It was a loaded term among philosophers of the day, 
among Gnostic teachers. Logos is the word. We get our word logic from it. And uh, monologue, uh, one word, dialogue, two. The word log, there's from Logos. And uh, this title, he's called The Word. Uh, But the word does not come from the philosophers of Greece. It's more a loaded word. It was a word that came from the Hebrew. And the concept is in the beginning. Does that sound familiar? Where else would you find that in the Bible? Good, you got it. And when the Hebrews thought of the word, debar, The word, when it was used of God, was a um, creative word. By the word of God were the heavens made. By the word of God, all of creation came into existence. I mean, we are staggered. Do you mean God didn't have a systematic plan uh, that he worked with clay and then he uh, did this? No, uh, it goes this way. Let there be light. Didn't take a billion years. Didn't take a trillion years. It just took a divine word. Let there be light. I mean, how can I plumb the depth of that? Uh, Let there be, and it happened. A creative, powerful, dynamic word. Now, when you think about a word... A word gives expression to your thought, how you're thinking, expression to the power. If I was a man of great authority and great power, I could say, kill them. And just like that, your life is extinguished. It's who says the word. So it's a loaded term. And so one of the titles of Christ is, he is the self-revelation of God. He is the powerful Word of God. Hebrews 1 said, God has spoken to us various ways in various times in history. He's used dreams. He's used visions. He's used prophets. He's used miracles. But in these last days, He speaks to us in one called a Son. Everything God has to say about Himself finally is consummated in Christ. Christ is God's final word to the human race. Everything I want you to know that I am and that I'm about, I'm going to say it in this one I send called the Word. He's called the Word. We go on. Uh, Here's a struggle, and watch this. And the Word was with God. Huh. And interesting here, now, now wait, this, must be, this doesn't mean the Bible here when it says the Word. This, this is an animated person. It's not talking about, and the Bible was with God. No, this person called the Word, the Word was facing God in intimate fellowship. So whoever they are, here's God, and you've got this one called the Word, and in the Greek, it's, they're facing each other. It's hinting at equality. It's, it's hinting at uh, fellowship going on. And, and so this is going on. 
We've got the Word, and some of you think it's a King James Bible, but it's a divine person. He's called one who came in the flesh in verse 14, verse 18, facing God. Now watch. This is what's really hard on us. The Word was God. Wait, you told me here, John, the Word was facing God. I'm with you. Yeah, by the way, and the one we call the Word, he too is God. Do you get that? Do you see it? So, we, well, you can't have two gods. You said the Word's facing God, and now you're telling me the Word is God. So, is the Word facing this when they switch and they go back and forth? I'm facing, and then I'm facing. No, 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 there's two persons here. One, the Word. One called God. In your Bible, hear me, normally when you read the word God, in your mind, you ought to say, that's the Father. Okay? Normally. Old Testament as a whole. When you use the word God, we're talking about God the Father. You know what would be good for you as Christians? is not just use the word God unless you qualify which person of the Godhead it is. Because we are Trinitarian. Our God is one, but three. And you said, I knew it. Get the guys in the white coats. He's a psychic. He's off. He's had a mental breakdown. This is one reason I know the Bible wasn't written by men. It had to be God's revelation. Nobody would risk. But let me tell you what the Bible says. God talks about the Trinity. He's a compound unity. One God, three persons. How can that be? Have you ever heard of a compound unity? Let me give you an example. If I said, honey, buy me a cluster of grapes. How many? One cluster. How many grapes will be on a cluster? Who knows? Who cares? But it's still one, isn't it? She brought me in one that's composed of many. Do you think that's idiotic? Oh, what about in creation? And the morning and the evening were the what? First day. One with two parts, no problem. Here's the one you love. This is our favorite. Husband and wife. Come to one opinion. No, no, no. They become what? And we're still trying to figure out what that means. Because we don't always agree. And we're certainly not ditto. No. And we're sure not alike. I'm married a hundred degrees out from what I am. I mean, it's a wonder me and the girls didn't drive her crazy. She loves quietness, reflection. We like music, dancing, craziness, and just idiocy, as you could see in my daughters. <laughs> They're not here. I'll clean it up in the second sermon. Uh, but she's a quiet, easy, doesn't matter. We're one. The mystery of marriage is that oneness. It's more than sex, it's more than babies. It's a, it's a mystery. After 48 years, I haven't figured it out. It's a mystery. And so our God is one. 
But he's three persons so that we're told to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Why didn't he say baptize in the names of? Plural. There's one. One that's God, but three divine persons. We're Trinitarian. I don't thank the Father for dying for me because he didn't die for me. And I don't pray to Jesus as a whole. I pray to the Father because Jesus told me to pray to the Father. Be Trinitarian. And here he's saying, wow, we've got two at least in this verse that are being called God. The word that was facing God, the Father, is being called God. Who could it be? Well, the only member of the Trinity that took on a human body in verse 14 was the Son. So this is God the Son in communion with his Father before there ever was a beginning. So back before anything ever began, these two are having intimate fellowship one with another. Now, verse 3 uh, He along with the Father preceded everything that ever had a beginning. Are you there? He, he, nothing that's ever begun, whether it's matter, space, time, uh, people, animals, dinosaurs, whatever you want. He's before anything ever began. That's how far back he is. You see, uh, time is just this little space in there that God is acting out this drama with human beings. He, there was a time there were no human beings. You know that. You know, there was just amoebas. There were just gases waiting to explode. Come together and create us. No, no, there was a time... They were before anything, gases, amoeba, lakes, swamps, dinosaurs, human beings, uh, gorillas, before anything. In the beginning, this is the eternality of the Son along with the Father. I used to always be staggered by that. There was a time when God enjoyed himself without angels, without human beings, without creation. They, they existed without us at one time. And this little space, he's showing off his grace, his patience, his glory. See, God doesn't need us to be God. He was doing very well without us. We've made the mess that he's been cleaning up in Jesus. And there will be a time when one part of the race will be excluded from him for eternity, and the rest of us will get to jump into his eternity and say, this is what it's like being with me forever. This is what it was like before. Father, show them the glory I have with you before I ever came and share this glory so they'll be with me forever. We're going to share eternal life with God the Son. And the book of John is going to explain how you can have that life. This is wonderful. It is just I'm just trying to be calm and academic. Let's keep going. Look in verse, he goes on. He was in the beginning with God. 
Now, if you're Trinitarian, how would you read? Who is the he? He was in the beginning with God. He the who? The one he called the Word. He's described. He was with one called God. And what do we call God? Normally, if it's not qualified in the verse, what do you call God? God the Father. He was with God the Father in the beginning. Watch this. Take this to your biology class. All things were made through him. And without a billion years, they were not made. No. He doesn't need time. That's why we don't make the earth billions of years. It doesn't have to be. If it is, so what? And without him, Christ was not anything made that was made. Hasn't the Trinity taken a science class? When's God going to get a microscope? We have this tension going on with Christians. How do we harmonize science with Scripture? Who said we had to? Let's don't be idiots. We're not against biology. I took enough medicine to get pain this morning with my back. I thank God, except for how much the pharmaceuticals are charging me. The ripping is off. It's too much. Why charge 500% for a product that costs 10 cents? And I see in the paper today our health costs is going out the windows so high, our wages can't keep up to pay our health benefits. But he says he created all things. So we're talking about a creator God. And uh, look at uh, Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Are you there? Hebrews 11. It's right before Revelation, after Genesis. Okay. 11, 6. And no, no, that's not what I want. I want a 3. By faith, we understand that the, the universe was created by evolution. By what? By God's command, by the Word of God. How can that be? Well, if you knew what God was like, you know God could do it. If you've got a God of your own making, he's limited to your finite mind. Our God is beyond your mind. He's got more power than you can imagine. Saving you is Twinkie work. He's been dealing with galaxies. He's got power. He's holding the universe together by the word of his power. And here he creates it so that what is seen was not made of things that are visible. He didn't need, he created the dirt that made the mountains. He created everything by the word of his power. And Colossians said, he's before everything, he's firstborn, for all things were made through him, by him, and for him. This universe is his, and I love that dead preacher, McGee. If you don't like God's universe, make one of your own. In the meantime, you're living on his property. You're living in his, on his stage. He's the creator of everything. And this is Truth For Today, the radio ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules, and our teacher and pastor, Pastor Phil Howard. 
Thank you for spending time with us today. As always, it is a pleasure and a delight studying God's Word with you that we might mutually grow in our love and admiration for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you have questions about today's program, maybe you have a question about your own walk or relationship with the Lord, we would love to talk with you. No strings attached. Give us a call, and we'd be more than happy to answer any questions we can or pray with you. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. Again, you can reach us at 855-833-9864. If you would rather write to us, here's our address, 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. We're here in Hercules, the zip code 94547. And again, even if it's a simple thank you for the broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. It's always a delight knowing that these programs are being used by the Lord for your growth in Christ. By the way, we do have a couple of events on the calendar that we'd love for you to be a part of. First and foremost, our Christmas celebration. That is the 24th, just one service Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and then our candlelight service at 7 p.m. And then for New Year's Eve, we have a single worship service at 10 a.m., and then a concert and New Year's Eve party at 8 p.m. And again, it's all here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Information can be had by calling or stopping by our website for more information. You can find us at truthfortodayradio.org. That's truthfortodayradio.org. As you stop by, don't forget to drop us an email and take advantage of the many resource materials we have available for your growth in Christ. Again, it's all there at truthfortodayradio.org. As you contact us, would you also prayerfully consider partnering with us financially? We're able to continue the radio ministry through your generous financial support. And whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly donation, no size is too small or too great. We'd love to hear from you and know that you are partnering with us for the furtherance of the gospel. So contact us today at 855-833-9864 or stop by truthfortodayradio.org. And then come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.